postgame coverage of BYU football continues with the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Coming to you live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium, 41-16, BYU over Southern Utah. Fans, remember, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50 on the app or at papajohns.com Monday and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location Monday only. Congratulations to BYU head coach Kalani Sitake on going to 2-0 and with his team and getting career win number 58 for his BYU tenure. Kalani, thanks for coming on, and again, congrats to you and the boys. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Glad, glad we got the win, and um, you've got some young guys on the field and uh, valuable reps for, the, for their development. So I'm, I'm excited to build off of this and get, get to week three. So it's a, lot, a lot of fun, but obviously – um, some errors and th- some things to fix, but I, I'm really, really happy with the effort and the energy from the boys. Of the main things you either wanted to see or get done today, how much of it got accomplished? Yeah, a good, good, good amount of it. I mean, there's, there's still the frustration I have on the run game, but uh, other than that, it's, it's like I, I think if a team's going to take up, you know, try to take away the run, we got to be able to throw the ball. And, and I was really happy that we were able to throw for some yardage and get some touchdowns and. Uh, you know, we, we were going to need to do um, all that. I mean, I, but I'd like to see more um, more presence in the run game. That, that's, I think, Hans, you, you see it too. Oh, right? yeah. It's just like we're we're we get we're way better than this, and, and we got to be better. But um, and that's that's from all of us. There's not one reason other than there's a bunch of them. So we got to do a bunch of it right. Hey. Yeah, but I do see what you're talking about, Coach, and, and I, I see the different spill techniques that they're running, and they're putting linebackers in gaps, and they're putting six and sometimes seven in the box and then spilling with an outside back. It feels like the last two teams have really keyed on the run. How much leeway do you give your offense when you take a look at the film and the defense is really showing the run-stop potential or the run-stop effort? How much leeway do you give your guys? Yeah, I, I think for for us, it's the it's like we we got to get a rhythm of it. There's 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 a and, and granted, you want to give credit to the defense for disrupting the rhythm, but we're not getting into a rhythm in the run game. It's like there's 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 a there's a disconnect, and so we've got to find that connection. These are things that that we can accomplish, and, and we've seen it before. We've even we've even seen it in practice, and but now for some reason, and you've seen flashes of it in the games. But we've got to got to see it consistently. That's going to be the key for us getting it done for this next game. Kingsley was in and out at uh, left tackle today. Uh, any concerns there? No, he he actually came back. That, you know, looking at it, and we had to run some X-rays and run some tests, and and it, it all looked good. So obviously he's in pain, but he's going to have to uh, get some treatment and find a way to to, to get, make it feel better. But he's going to be fine. He's a tough kid. Came back and played, and we're just uh, we'll, we'll we'll count on him being back for us next week. Coach, I'd say one of the biggest, most obvious differences from my point of view all the way up in this booth was the receivers blocking. My goodness. Uh, you know, you throw the pass to the outside, and whether it was Isaac Rex or it was Lassiter, Lassiter sat a defender on your side of the bench. It was a lot better blocking from the receivers. How much did you guys focus on that through the week of preparation, and how did you feel about the receiver blocking in this game? Well, I know Fessy was not happy with it last week, and um, you know he, he challenged the players, and and you know it was good to have Kibo back because he's a guy that 
he's a big kid that that has tons of experience and and he he leads by example and so it was nice that he was out there doing the same thing but yeah you saw this uh, a new that's how we play we, our, our receivers have to block and it's the stuff that that nobody talks about except for you guys because you guys are smart and you see it but that springs the big plays i mean that that allows isaac rex to get to the five yard line instead of getting tackled at the 30 you know so it's all the little things like that that can really help our team we just need to make sure we 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 you know, that we, we we follow up on it and that we continue to do it consistently. That's going to be the key for us. And involving Isaac Rex the way BYU did today is a big part of this offense looking like the offense you think you've got. Yeah, and, you know, he's a, he's a huge weapon for us, and, and I'm glad that we're able to use him. That, that's, that's the whole point of um, getting him back here, and he's healthy now. So, uh, man, it was nice to see him get out there and make big plays and to, to get some targets on him. I'm telling you, there's, if we can just – Keep our quarterback standing up and letting him deliver the ball. He's really good. So we have to find a way to get him uh, to keep him from getting hit, and he 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 will he will get the ball downfield. He'll he will find a way. The play that he got hit and there was a it was an interception. I'm telling you that probably was would have been a touchdown. So he's mm-hmm. got the vision for it. Uh, I think he's getting the ball out in the right time. It's just us. We gotta we have to make the blocks. We have to make take the right angles and get the right technique down so that we can give him that extra second what was the over under in the coach's room for keaton slovis rushing touchdowns before this season started kalani because i can't three three rushing touchdowns and that rush he had off the left side he broke a hand tackle and found the end zone would you have thought that he'd be this active in the running part of the game well, you know, he, he actually worked really hard in the offseason to get in this great shape that he is, and, and we worked really well with the strength conditioning and our sports scientists to get him in the in the best spot. He's got he's got more speed and athleticism than people think, you know, but especially compared to the other years. And so uh, he's making the right reads. We don't want him to have to run the ball all the time, but he's he's got this confidence of being able to run it because he has confidence what he's done in the weight room how he's done in his training, how he feels physically, and then the scheme is allowing him to, to, to do the right things. And when he pulls it, uh, it, it doesn't hurt that when he pulls it, he's got two touchdowns now, you know. But uh, but he's he's most effective throwing the ball. That's where he's really, really good and, and leading the ball and handing the ball off. So as long as we can allow him to be a general and, and, and do utilize his strengths, if we need him to run, he'll be just fine doing it. Even with that pick that came on being hit, he was a 195.1 in pass efficiency rating today, 348 for the day. He threw four touchdown passes to four different receivers, and that's without Cody Epps even playing for yet. Good to see Kibo Keanu. He'll get back in and get in the end zone too. Yeah, and, and we have, um, I mean, those guys have done an amazing job prepping for this and, and um, being in the right spots. Uh, there's obviously some plays that, that I know the guys wish they had back, but uh, this is stuff we can build on. I, I, I'm really proud of the guys and how they stuck with things. It didn't look great at the beginning, you know, but we know that it's going to be hard to keep our team um, off, you know, just just not doing things right for an entire game. So uh, we'll get things done eventually. And I just like to see us playing 60 full minutes of just effective football in all three phases. If we can do that, I think we're, we stand a really good chance. But, um just just the, the little things that we can control. I, I know that some teams are going to be better and make better, more plays, but we, we've got to stop shooting ourselves in the foot. 
Interesting game coming up next week, Kalani, against Arkansas. Obviously, a team with an athletic quarterback and a great running back in A.J. Green. They've got a couple of options in that backfield. When you look at that game and you just take a look at your defense, the way they've been setting edges because K.J. Jefferson loves to get off the edge, you feeling pretty confident that your defense can hold up to that task with K.J. Jefferson and that Arkansas Razorback team? Well, he's a special player, and, and I mean, he, he finds ways. He's big and strong, first of all, and he can throw the ball, and then he has tons of experience, so he's very confident in his abilities. We're going to have to find ways, and, and I trust Jay and all this to, to throw him off a little bit, but uh, defensively, I think we'll be fine. Scheme-wise, uh, we've got we to utilize the right, the right personnel and make sure that we put our guys in the best position to have success and make bigger plays. I, I know that we've not had a, a bunch of uh, disruption in terms of sacks and production that way, but we're getting some picks. There's so, there's, I'm, there's so many plays that we left on defense, and hence you can see it where it's like, man, we're maybe a step away or, or we're one guy away, whether it's a blitz or a pass rush or a, a, a play on a route. And um, those plays will come, you know, as long as we keep working on the, these guys improving their technique. Half a step will get you, uh, you know, a pick six, and uh, we can get this done. I think the film is going to show it to our boys, and they trust our coaches. I think it's going to be a really good thing for us. By the way, Arkansas today uh, defeated Kent State. Final score was 28-6. to They scored seven points in each quarter for their 28. K.J. Jefferson, 13 for 19 for a buck 36 and two scores. No picks. He ran it 13 times for 48 yards. Hans mentions A.J. Green. We didn't see Raheem Sanders. Um, Sanders hmm. standout, and he has a knee issue that uh, Coach Pittman said will keep him out for a game or two. Did not Good play today. Out. We'll see if he's uh, good to go next week. Well, they, they have players all over the place. So, uh, you know, I think they have some depth. For us, it, it doesn't matter who shows up. We need to be assignment sound, and we have to be really, really nice with our technique. If, if we can do all that, I, I, I think we're going to be in a good spot. But but uh, we'll, we'll definitely be able to utilize the time and, and build off of the foundation that we've set with this defense. Yep. I think they tackle well. We, we've, we obviously miss a few things, but I really like the way you know the, the, the safeties are tackling, the, the, the corners are tackling, and uh, overall as a team, I just like the intensity that, that Jay brings to the, to the group, and, and um, they're playing with a lot of confidence. We just I didn't not like the, that we gave up some scores, but it was, um, you know, we got some reserve players in there. They, they gave a score, but they were able to bounce back and, and force a, uh, a punt, which is, that's vital to us. It doesn't look good in the stats, but we need that development for these guys, and, and those plays that they got in the fourth quarter are going to be huge for, our, for our, our future. We'll take a break. We'll come back and conclude comments with Kalani. Ryan Rico, by the way, speaking of punting, five punts for a 45-yard average today, a long of 62, and some great hang time again, and some great special teams work from Marcus McKenzie. We'll talk with Kalani about Marcus and other things after this. 41-16, the final BYU over SUU. This is the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show, brought to you by the BYU Creamery on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to Hans Olsen and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show continues here from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. We're in front of 60,000 plus. BYU defeats Southern Utah. The final score today is 41 to 16. BYU 2 and 0. Fourth straight season, Kalani, you've been 2 and 0. My listeners have already heard me talk about it and will remind you that in BYU's great football history, 
they've never had a four games a four season stretch where they have two and zero starts in all four of those years. So a little bit of history made. Nice to be uh, where you are. Let's go, man. I, I, I'm trying to get three and zero now. So <laughs> the uh, yeah, I, I'm really happy with our team and um, and, and and the potential here that we have, and I'm. I'm Looking forward to keep building on this. I, this is a positive thing for us, and we saw some really good things. And I, I want to build off of that rather than focus on the negative because the, the negative stuff we can fix really quickly. Let's get you the Economics Partners valuable stat of today's game brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. I'm going to go back to a number that we've already shared with our audience and talked with hands uh, about as well, uh, Kalani, but it's the red zone performance. Uh, you've been inside the 26 times in two games, and you have six touchdowns. Th- those are good numbers. So if we can keep doing that, that, then I'll be really happy, but... You know, just let's get in the red zone more, right? And that that's uh, – but I, I like the, that we scored points this week and, and um, I mean, 14 and flipped the numbers around and got 41. So that's a good sign. But I'll take as many points as we can get. We did leave a lot of points on the field still and a lot of big plays on, on all three phases. So uh, we're looking forward to getting that done. Before the break, Greg teased the special team's performance of Marcus McKenzie. I'll add in the blocked punt by Harrison Taggart. There seems to be a lot of big special teams plays in the first two games for you this season, Kalani. First, talk about Marcus McKenzie and what type of talent he is. Because it feels like he's almost forcing you to put him on the field outside of special teams with his speed. And then talk about special teams altogether. Well, Marcus McKenzie is a big-time playmaker. And, he I mean, great genetics. You know, Hans, we played with his, oh, yeah. with his dad. And you know his mom's a track athlete here, too. So... Uh, he's got so much ability, and he happens to have an identical twin that's on a mission right now. So we're going to get that times two when, when he gets home. Um, but I'm really excited about his playmaking ability, and, and Jay has been trying to find ways to get him on the field. We just happen to have really good corners, experienced corners right now playing. But uh, I think he's he's going to earn more playing time. I mean, that this guy is plays at another level when, once we get to, to the games. And nice seeing him and... As a freshman, seeing Harrison Taggart as a freshman making plays. We've got a lot of freshmen making plays out there, which is good for the future. Um, Harrison's going to be a beast, too. He's a, he's a, such a strong and, and, and fast. I mean, these guys are 100-meter guys, too, that are making plays for us. And they're going to – I just really feel like the development has come a lot quicker for them. And um, we're finding ways to get them on the field. Whether, whether it was Marcus with his special teams tackles, uh, Ryan with the punts, Parker Kingston, let's also note, averaged about 30 yards a kickoff return today. So that was happening. The Taggart block you mentioned, I, I'm glad personally that that special teams made a lot of plays on a day when the special teams coordinator couldn't be here. And, and Kelly had to be elsewhere for reasons that are, um, you know, special and and. and, and sweet to him today and heavy on his heart at the same time. You didn't have Kelly today, but you had his team, special teams, playing so well, and I'm glad that plays were made to make uh, make their coordinator proud today. Exactly. And, and you know, Kelly, he, he did an amazing job prepping them this week, and he left for the funeral yesterday, last night. And uh, I know that he um, would love to be here, but, you know, we, we, I think he can feel comfortable knowing that family's always going to be first for us, and we understand that. And, and our... our Condolences and love go out to the Papinga family, Brady and 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 Brooke and family there, and I'm glad that that Kelly was able to be there for his brother. You know that means a lot, and 
he his guys love him. They play so hard for him, whether they're the DNs or the special teams. And uh, I know he was probably getting really upset at the missed PAT. You know, but <laughs> but uh, everything else worked really smoothly for us. And, and special teams has been and uh, has been an X factor for us. And so it in the first two games, and we can we get it's got to be that way every week. And um, he's done an amazing job. I love his leadership. I love his passion. And he's done a great job. Obviously, we had um, he assigned uh, Jan Jorgensen to fill in in his place, and Jan did an amazing job. Um, you know, obviously, me and Jay are there, but this is this is a huge compliment to what Kelly's done, and then also what Jan filling in. So, Kalani, just take me into your game plan for your travel and some of the logistics. When do you guys leave for Arkansas? Is this kind of a Lavelle Edwards final year where we went out to Syracuse three weeks early? And, <laughs> and visited all the church sites. No, this is. Uh, I think we're going to get some barbecue in Arkansas, and that's about it. We're, the, we're the, it's a business trip, and we're going out there. You know, if it's a two, uh, if it's an East Coast time zone, we're going two time zones. There's only one. Yep. So we're going to go out Friday. Um, it's a it's a Saturday late afternoon game, right? So I think we're talking to a sports scientist in our travel party. I think we're we're timing it to the right place where we can get the most out of our guys uh, in the travel. We'll get there and get a, get a quick practice and work out in. Um, but, yeah, I feel really good about the. T- I think we're, we know we're going to have a lot of fans representing there and uh, like they do everywhere we go, you know. So, uh, But we're looking forward to that, that matchup. We obviously did not play our best last year, and we're excited to get that, that game again. It's uh, 6.30 Central Time, so 5.30 Mountain Time, body clock time uh, next Saturday. So by the time the game kicks off, it'll be, you know, dusk, and it'll be it'll be dark by the end of the first quarter. feel like a true night game for you. Yeah, and we're, we do good at some night games, and obviously we did good at some uh, day games. Today was a hot game, and working on our tan lines, like I told you before, Greg, you know, get some new tan lines going. But then, the, uh, then it got kind of windy and stormy there, and we had to, had to go in. The players had to go in because there might be a lightning um, warning, and uh, I just couldn't help it, man. The fans were all lined up, so I, we called them to come back out of the locker room and run around and hmm. give five to everybody. I just ho- hope the fans know how much we love and appreciate them, and if they're going to stand out there in the lightning uh, risk and risk lightning strikes, then we're going to come out and help <laughs> support them. So I'm glad that the weather worked out in our favor at the end. Well, you had your first uh, back-to-back home game start to the season, too. You hadn't had one of those yet as the head coach, and so it was nice to get a nice foundation under your feet by being here at Lavelle for for two straight weeks. Now it is time to go uh, earn it on the road with back-to-back away games. Yeah, and that's that's what we got to do, man. I'm really thankful for all the fans that were here, the the, the excitement, the energy that we had. Uh, We need them to keep making noise for us at, at home and and now we're going to be able to go see some fans on the road and, and, and see them, and hopefully they can make some noise. And be, they'll definitely be an advantage for us everywhere they go. So Kruger Nation, you're amazing. We love you, and we're so excited about the support you give us. Kalani, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention this before we let you go because it just popped to me through the last two games. I actually brought it up a couple of times with the postgame interviews. I just love Jay Hill's defensive third-down efforts, man. It's that's the Kalani Sataki style that I remember that I've grown up in this business with just getting nasty at times, bringing the heat and bringing the pressure and being aggressive. It feels like the defense of old is that stuff we can expect really moving through the entire season. Yeah. Speaking my language, Jay's done a great job. Uh, I, I, he, the thing is he, he called, I thought he called a great game. 
on those third downs, there's a lot of plays that he knows we should have had. That I mean, he was calling it out. We were both looking at it. It's like, oh, this is a pick. It's like, what happened? Oh, it's a sack. The blitz was a little too late. So very fixable things. Get get the eyes guys' eyes in the right spot, making sure that we're lined up correctly so we can hit the blitz correctly and be in the right spots for the for the bender throws and stuff like that that we know the quarterbacks are going to hit us with. Um, and that's stuff that, that uh, he and I were talking about immediately after the game. We're like, man, we missed this, this, and this. And it was so nice, man. He, he's speaking my language, and, and I'm, I'm can't, I can't wait for next week. Speaking my language, too. That's right. <laughs> Kalani, congratulations again on the, the 2-0 start, the win today. Uh, you're 2-0 against Southern Utah, or BYU's 2-0, uh, and you got both those wins. You faced them in your first year and now in your most recent year, and you have Southern Utah in your history, as do many of you guys. I know there's a lot of respect for both, uh, both, between both programs. For sure, and just want to wish the T-Birds all, all, you know, best, best of luck the rest of the year. Uh, amazing uh, head coach. He's a class act, just, just a great person, uh, you know, with, with uh, Coach Fitzgerald. And so uh, I thought these guys played extremely hard with tons of effort. And you can't fault them. That's, there's a reason why they played such a close game against ASU. And, and against us, we had some close moments, too. So that's a huge compliment to him and what he's doing down in Cedar City. And, you know, we'll always have support for them, obviously, in the games that we don't play. But, uh, man, just, just a really cool to be able to share the field with them and compete with them. Kalani, thank you again. We'll see you next week. See you in hard right, country. Go Cougs. Thank you.